Grace and peace and God's blessings to every single one of you. My name is Pastor Gloria Boyce, and I want to welcome you all to the Billionaire Consciousness Expansion. We're going to have a Holy Ghost wonderful time in the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Tonight we're wrapping up the whole session on peace. And tonight we are going to discuss the meaning of the temptation. The meaning of the temptation. And we're looking for five readers as we discuss the meaning of the temptation. We're looking for five readers. The first is Matthew 4, verses 1 to 4. The second is Luke 12, verses 22 to 24. Then Luke 12, verses 30 to 32. Then Matthew 4, 5 to 7. And then Matthew 4, verses 8 to 11. This evening we're talking about the meaning of the temptation. We are rounding up this whole session that has to do with peace. Because in the very first reading, it's going to talk about how Jesus was led up in the wilderness to be tempted. So we're going to use that as the opening chapter to introduce this evening's subject matter. Because we we are all tempted. We are all tempted. We are tempted all the time to come down from where we are and to lower our standards. We know what's right. We know it's wrong. But we yield to the temptation all the time to lower our standards, to lower the way of doing things. So tonight we're going to see how Jesus reacted and why he was tempted and how he reacted to the temptation. So I'm not going to go too long into this preamble because as I said, tonight is not going to be very long. So let's let's just get right into the scripture and get right into the teaching uh, so that we can finish at a decent hour. Amen. Let's start with the first reader. It's Matthew 4 verses 1 to 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god the word of the lord praise be to god thank you so much next reader luke 12 verses 22 to 24 but god said to him you fool this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it is when it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will ever wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens, 
They do not sow or reap. They do not have storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader, Luke 12, verses 30 to 32. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Praise be to God. Amen, amen, amen. Next reader, Matthew 4, 5-7. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader, Matthew 4, verses 8 to 11. Again, the devil taken him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee him, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaved him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. That's a portion of scripture to God be give the glory. Praise be to God. Amen. Thank you all so very much. God bless you so. Alright, so this evening we're talking about the meaning for the temptation, the meaning of temptation. What is the inner meaning of temptation? Now we see in the first reading, taken from Matthew 4, it said, Then was Jesus led up the spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungry. And then the tempter came to him and came to him. He said, If thou be the Son of God, commanded that these stones be made to bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now here we find the great inner meaning of the temptations. In this chapter is where we find it. That passage is the key to the principle of this entire teaching. The temptation was to demonstrate an effect 
to demonstrate bread, to perform a miracle in the outer world, to center the thought and attention on the things of this world, that is, on the outer need. But the mind of Jesus knew that such is not the way of demonstration. The way of demonstration is this. Since God is divine consciousness, and since consciousness is the substance and the activity of all form, then as long as I live and move and have my being as consciousness, all form will appear without my taking thought. And that was Jesus' answer to every temptation. That was his answer to every temptation. I don't know if you could grasp this, but hear me, hear me clearly. In that chapter 4, the verse 1 to 4 in Matthew, that is where you find the inner meaning of the temptation. That passage is the key to the principle of this whole teaching we're doing here this evening. The temptation... Listen, the temptation was to demonstrate an effect, to demonstrate bread, to perform a miracle in the outer world, to center the thought and attention of things of this world, that is, on the outer need. But the mind of Jesus knew that such is not the way of demonstration. You can't change an effect by the way of demonstration is this since God is divine consciousness and since consciousness is the substance and activity of all form hear me consciousness is the substance and the activity of all form then as long as I live and move and have my being as consciousness all form will appear without my taking thought. And that was Jesus' answer to every temptation. That must be your answer also. Instead of working, this is doing mental work. Instead of working, that is doing mental work. When any problem confronts you, Remember that you have accepted the two great statements of the Master. Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, neither for the body, what you shall put on. And seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. When temptation comes, and it will come, when temptation comes to you, try not to utilize this truth to secure a job to perform a healing or to do something in the outer realm stay with the master you hear me hear me when temptation comes to you to try to utilize this truth because it will come so when it comes trying to get you to utilize this truth because the truth is Jesus said take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for your body, what you shall put on it, and seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. So when temptation comes to you to try 
to try to get you to utilize this truth to secure a job, to perform a healing, to do something in the altar room, say with the master, I do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I do not live by outer demonstrations. They are the added things. They are the things that come to me of their own accord through my realization of God, the divine consciousness, forever disclosing itself as my individual consciousness. As long as divine consciousness is my consciousness, then it is the source of my supply. Hear me, somebody. As long as divine consciousness is my consciousness, then it is the source, of, the source of my supply. And I do not have to perform magic. I do not have to set up the personal eye to be the, a demonstrator. The one eye, the great I am, is governing, maintaining, and sustaining its own image and likeness. Hear me, somebody. As long as divine consciousness is my consciousness, then it is the source of my supply and your supply. And I do not have to perform magic. I do not have to set up my personal eye to be a demonstrator. The one eye, the great I am, is governing, maintaining, and sustaining its own image and likeness. If then I try to perform a miracle, if then I try to make a demonstration, I am setting up an eye apart from God. I am setting up a selfhood apart from God. God is forever maintaining its own. Hear me, believe me. God is forever maintaining its own. That is why the human mind makes trouble. That is why the human mind set up the protocol who went out into the world. He was not satisfied to live on the inheritance of his father, but wanted to go out and make his own way in the world. And you know where he ended up. Then we see in Matthew 4, 5-7, that the devil taking him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. If we have God itself as our consciousness, do we need to produce angels? Come on, somebody. If we have God itself as our consciousness, do we need to produce angels? Do we need to demonstrate effects of any kind to hold us up, to support us, and to help us? Do we need zero beside him or it? When we look to anything but God, are we not becoming idolaters? Are we not looking for a lesser than God to bear us up? And is it not that 
the sin against the real God? Is it not that the sin against our own spiritual sense of life? When we are tempted to turn to man whose breath is in his nostrils, when we are tempted to rely on some human form of God, even though it may appear to us as angels, let us remember Jesus' temptation. Have I any need of angels? Have I any need of any help? Have I any need of lesser forms of help, even that of human thinking? Someone under, somebody on the line wants to apply for a credit card. You don't need it. You don't need no credit card. Don't be bothered applying for no credit. You don't need it. All is well. Again, the devil taking him up. We see this in Matthew 4, 18, 11. Again, the devil taking him up into an exceedingly high mountain and show him all the kingdom of the world and the glory of them and said unto him, all these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him alone shalt thou serve. Then the devil leave him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The temptation comes to all of us at some point, at some time or another. The temptation comes to all of us at some time or another to turn away from our highest sense of soul so that we can improve our lot, tempting us to help the situation by coming down from our standpoint of oneness to a lesser form of treatment, tempting us to come down to a reliance on something separate and apart from God. And that is where we shall have to resist temptation and learn to sit in silence in that state of peace that sees no power in the appearance. Since God is the individuality of your consciousness and mind, we need no other help than an awareness of that. We need no lesser form of, of, of treatment. We need no human help, not even in the form of mental help. We need only the constant consciousness of God as our conscious, as our consciousness. Now, I begin by saying that we must all come to the place of knowing what God is when we started this new session on peace. We must all come to the place of knowing what God is. I come back to that again now. God is the principle of this universe. But God is manifest as individual consciousness. Your individual consciousness is the principle or law onto your individual universe and experience. Hear me, somebody? Understand me, please. Your individual consciousness is the principle or law onto your individual universe and experience. 
Your outer experience is determined by the degree in which you realize God, divine law, divine life, acting as your individual consciousness. It is still God, even when it is your individual consciousness. And this does not mean that each one of us is or has a separate God. It means that God is the infinite, indivisible consciousness of the individual, but is still infinite and is still all power. As we walk or drive about living, moving, and having our being in this in the consciousness of this ever-present God as our individual consciousness, how far are we ever away from God or from the guidance, direction, and protection of God? As we walk or drive about, living, moving, and having our being in the consciousness of this ever-present God, as our individual consciousness, how far are we ever away from God or from the guidance, direction, and protection of God? When we know God to be the divine reality of our being, we know that God is very close, nearer than breathing, closer than hands and feet. That is the secret. It is not enough to know God to know that God is life eternal. We must know it to the 10th degree as Jesus did by realizing I am life eternal. He did not say God is the way. He said I am the way. In other words, all that God is, I am. All that God has, I have. Because I and the Father are one. When you want to help somebody, do you see that you cannot turn away from your own consciousness? God consciousness to give that help? Rather, let your own consciousness be imbued with peace. Let it be filled with the same confidence that Jesus demonstrates in the overcoming of the temptation. Too much do we neglect the story of the temptation. Remember that Jesus was up on the mountaintop, but he was there with his consciousness, not separate or apart from it. And remember, furthermore, he knew that his own consciousness was the source of all good. You must know that your own consciousness is the source of all good. Every one of you, at some time or another, is going to be called upon to help somebody. Some of you are going to be called upon to help many. And no lesson will be of greater value to you than what, what it is I'm telling you now. Beginning today, at this very moment, remember... It is your consciousness that does the work for your family. Your indwelling Christ. It is your consciousness that does the work for your family. Your business, for your home, 
for your body. It is not some far off God. It is your own individual consciousness. When your consciousness is imbued with silence and with peace, all you have to do and all you will ever be called upon to do is to achieve that sense of peace. Do not wonder what great truth you ought to know. There are probably no greater truths in the world than those you already know. But there is one thing that you must practice and achieve, and that is a state of peace within your own consciousness. Coupled with the realization that it is your own consciousness which is the healing Christ. Hear me, somebody. It is your own consciousness that is the healing Christ. When we know that we have the mind that was in Christ Jesus, then we know that we already have that mind, which is the healing Christ. We already have that state of peace, which comes from the realization that error is not power. Error is not a thing. In fact, error isn't. You do not have to fight it or wrestle with it. Error is not power. Error is not a thing. In fact, error isn't. You do not have to fight it or wrestle with it or attempt to handcuff it or sit up all night to be sure that it does not overcome you. What you must do is to learn how to find your peace. Learn how to find your peace. As you wake, as you walk up and down the world with a sense of peace in your consciousness, and that sense of peace comes to you only to the proportion to your realization that God is and error is not. As you achieve that sense of peace, you have the Christ consciousness. Only in that peace can you obtain the Christ consciousness. All that the Christ consciousness is, is your individual consciousness. When you no longer fear, when you no longer hate or love error of any name or nature. We wonder when the mind of God is going to do something. Some of us wonder, sometimes people wonder when the mind of God is going to do something. Or when divine love is going to begin to work. Or how are we to attain divine love or the healing spirit. And so we cannot and never will do the work that we should. Because the mind of God is your mind. Divine spirit is your spirit. Divine love is the love with which you are imbued. The state of consciousness which does the healing work is not your own mind. Please hear me. The state of consciousness which does the healing work is not your own mind in a state of peace. If someone comes to you for help, 
it is your responsibility to arrive at that state of peace that passes all understanding. And that state of peace becomes the peace be still to error of every name and nature. When a person calls upon you for help, it is that it is it is that your responsibility to live and move and have his being in this state of peace. Not only your being, but you must have the person being in that state of peace. And if he's not already in it, to attain it. So as to bring about the healing. When that consciousness reaches a state of peace, harmony, well-being, and confidence, it becomes the transparency for healing. Your individual consciousness and mind in a state of transparency is God. God is the consciousness of the individual. And it is that which heals. God heals through you. You are his conduit. He heals through you. You do not do the healing. God heals through you. When a person calls upon you for help, it is that it is your responsibility to live and move and have his being in this state of peace. Have God's being in that state of peace. And if he is and and, and if he is not already there to attain it so as to bring about the healing. When that consciousness reaches a state of peace, harmony will bring and confidence. It becomes the transparency for healing. Your individual consciousness and mind in a state of transparency is God. God is the consciousness of the individual and it is that which heals. All your responsibility is to get your place, get your mind in a state of peace to allow the Holy Spirit to do its work through you. God bless you. We will stop here for tonight. Let me see if you get anything out of that. Uh, I'm stopping early because we have to get up very at ridiculous hours in the morning. So we'll stop here for tonight. Anybody have anything they would like to say? Yes, Prophetess Natalie. Pastor Gloria, you know, I, I always, um, when I listen to the messages, I always say, okay, I will listen to the podcast. But this one has so much, so many pieces. I have to listen to this podcast. But what I got tonight, and, and I want to start it from all that God is, I am. And, and all that God is, I am, I am, I am. We already that. But the, what you're trying to tell us is why temptation, and not forget it is about temptation. And that is where we get messed up. Because usually the temptation comes with something that we do not have. 
it comes in the form of lack and what happens is we shift from the place of knowing all that I am is God and we get confused with trying to work out the effect of that lack so our mind now starts to conjure up all sorts of shenanigans to work out the effect and that's where we lose our peace so you saying to us the environment to treat with temptation because temptation is a lack is the lack of something he knew god was hungry jesus was hungry he knew it he lacked that so we're saying when we stay oh first of all know all that god has we have and stay in the environment of peace because when we are in peace Gloria. We cannot conjure up activities and shenanigans to work out the effect because God is not in the effect. He is in the peace and he is in us knowing that we know we have all that we need. That's why he said wherever we stand is holy ground because we are God in that space. Oh my God, thank you, Pastor Gloria. I've got something and I know there is a lot more. But I thank you to understand dealing with temptation. Thank you, Pastor Gloria. To God be the glory. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, woman of God. God bless you so. Because many times, we know what we are called to do but because we impatient and we don't trust God we move from our standard from what we know and go and try to help God when you try to help God you're dealing with the effects that is temptation you're dealing with the effects don't try to help and stay your course don't don't lower your standards don't lower your standards, you know. Don't take no shortcuts. Don't take no bribe. Don't pay somebody to jump the line. Don't damage yourself. That is yours. You know it's yours. God ordained it for you. You know it's yours. And that's why Jesus said, Jesus knew that's not the way to to demonstrate effects he said the temptation the devil wants to demonstrate effects but that is not the way to demonstrate effects he said he said that is not the way he said the way to demonstrate effects since God is divine consciousness and since consciousness is the substance and the activity of all soul hear me somebody then as long as I live and move and have my being as consciousness, all form will appear without my thinking thought. This is what Jesus said. And that's what Jesus, that was his answer to every temptation. People know you're moving along in a certain way. 
in order to speed up something yet do a little shortcut here do a little this here you're yielding to the temptation thank you prophetess natalie good evening pastor gloria and everyone on the line hey god bless you woman of god how are you i am fantastic you know i am so happy tonight and i'm sending you a whole bunch of love because somehow you got a minute so that you could talk amen i am just so happy to be on the line tonight because this message pastor gloria has opened my eyes to so many things Oh my goodness. And sister Natalie just put some icing on that cake. So, what I got from this was that peace. Peace plays an important part in our lives. And sometimes we're not even aware how important that word is. Um because through or obtaining peace I think it will enable us to um it will enable our consciousness to abide in God so that his divine plans will manifest through us and it will be our source of supply so when we have all these issues that are facing us if we have that peace then God will supply the the solution to the the problems that are facing us. We don't need to be scrambling and stressing ourselves out because when we stress ourselves out, then that consciousness that we need to connect with God, it is not going to be there. That's what I got out of this today. Oh my God, I'm so loving you up. Gloria. Yes, brother Michael. What a night. What a teaching. What magnificent comments from everybody. Amen. Let me add my little piece. It takes me back to the text we read that if the birds don't have to toil and the birds don't have to fend for themselves, how much we his children and i as you teach and you got down to where it said error is not a power error is not a thing error isn't that's when it hit me error isn't and i had a flashback to several years ago when i had a business and there was tons of lawsuits going on and name it everything was going crazy and i never forget one night i lay down in the bed I couldn't sleep. I mean, night after night, worrying about the lawyer, the QC, this, the blah blah blah, and everything going through my head. And I think I said before, I drove out. I was in Jamaica at the time. I drove to Iroquois, Port Royal. And I remember going out on the ocean. I'm like, I said, man, just just drive your car right over the cliff. <laughs> just right over the cliff. You're stressing out all these things. Let's just end it. I said to myself, you crazy. I'm not the suicidal type to begin with. And I hit my teeth and just turn around the car and just head back on the road. And the road was so beautiful back then. You could park on the side and enjoy it. But instead of seeing the beauty of the road, the only thought that could come to my head is, 
is to commit suicide. And I had to look, I said, and listen to you tonight and say, nothing would change. It's not like it's solving a problem. Error is not a power. In fact, it isn't. What's going to be is going to be. And I remember when I got home, and I guess that had to come out my system. And I felt the peace of God. You, you, you never get stressed till you can't even pray. At least you will the old father prayer. Pastor, I'm not lying to I was so stressed though that I could, I pray foolishness and start at one end and then what did I just pray? Say? Because the prayers kept going on that circle, like my head was spinning night after night. But, and then I let it all go. Found a place of peace. And you know something, Pastor Gloria? In a matter of weeks, it was all over. And I said to myself, whether I stress and fret or not, the sun will rise at six something in the morning. And if I had known better, I'd have stopped wasting time with all that stress. Because the sun was going to get up in the morning same way. It was set same way. My stressing over it wasn't going to change a single thing. But I didn't find that peace inside me. And the error was having the better of me. And I love when you said it. Error is not a power. Error is not a thing. Error isn't. It's, it doesn't exist unless I conjure it up in my own mind. So thanks for the lesson. What a powerful reconciliation of the consciousness. As long as the divine consciousness is my consciousness, I don't have to worry about a source of the source of my supply. Amen. God bless you, Pastor, and everyone on the line. Jesus, Jesus, Brother Michael. To God we give the glory. Wow and wow.